0: Welcome to Cincinnati Foodies, a new community podcast talking all things food in the greater Cincinnati area. Subscribe to our channel for quick 15 to 20 minute bi-weekly updates on restaurant openings, closings, rumors, news, and more.
1: We are your top secret foodie hosts, O and and we're keeping our identities hidden for now
0: or until this podcast is
1: so huge that we can't hide it anymore
0: welcome back to the Cincinnati Foodies podcast. How are you doing, O? Well, I'm a
1: little sad about the Bengals losing, but plenty of good food was had to celebrate the season. What did you have? We had Colombian food from Zona VIP in Springdale. It was completely insane. It's super authentic and the flavors were just amazing. Then our friend brought Boneless Wings from Max Pizza Pub. They actually, I know, right? They have a new location in Blue Ash. Um, I wanted to make Skyline dip, but then we had so much food. Shocker. So I think I'm going to make it this weekend for no reason. And uh, I need to also try your tip that we posted on Instagram about the crackers in the Coney. I've never done that. Oh, yeah. I love that. Right? Then we had, um oh, we had those amazing Joe Burrow cookies from Sweet Joy Bakery, and they were really good. Like, I find... Th- iced cookies sometimes taste like cardboard they're yeah they're never good but they were delicious those were from
0: um sweet joy bakery up in morrow okay yeah how was your week, G? It was good. I did make Skyline Dip for the game, and we made Getta Hanky Pankies. Do you know them? Oh, I love Hanky Pankies. Those were a staple in my house. But for the listeners that don't know what a Hanky Panky is, tell them what they are. Okay, so they're normally made with sausage and Velveeta cheese and tossed in the oven on those little pumpernickel bread slices. Mm. But instead of sausage, I put Getta. And I also caramelized some onions and beer first, and oh my gosh, they were so good. Yes. I also went to a beautiful wedding at the Grand Ballroom in Covington, and the food was so good. You know I always have to grade a wedding based on the food, right? Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, let's get into it for this week. For openings, we had... Ooh, so I went to Sugar and Spice... Okay. maybe
1: three times. Um, <laughs> it was so good. And it's been like, it's been busy. It's been really good. Yeah. Yeah. The food was good. Service was awesome. The staff is really great. Um,
0: um, so we'll definitely be going there. Have
1: you been to either of the other locations?
0: I went to the one in Roselawn years ago when I was in high school. The original. Yeah.
1: Okay. I don't think either of us have been to the OTR one.
0: No, okay. we haven't. Yeah, I guess we'll have to check that out. But that cheese pull on your Instagram Ooh, was amazing. Yeah, it was so good.
1: Um, And then Qlicious also opened their second location in OTR. It's a bubble tea place uh, that also has a Liberty Township location. I have not been to either,
0: so I guess I'll have to check it out. I've been to the Liberty location, mm-hmm. but I did not get any content there, but it was really good. Nice. All right, cool. Next up is Five on Vine, but we didn't get to go to check them out for their soft opening. And I'm honestly on the fence about trying this place. The menu doesn't excite me all that much, and I'm a little concerned about their quality control because it seemed like they just threw it together pretty quickly. However, Crown Restaurant Group continues to impress the city with top-notch restaurants, so who knows? If you guys try it, tag us or send a DM on IG and let us know how it was. Here's a fun fact. It's called Five on Vine because this is their fifth restaurant.
1: Yes, I go back and forth on Crown Restaurant Group. Like, I love the cantina. Yeah, I was just going to say, I love La Cantina. Yeah, Yeah. but like, other than that... Back and forth. But hopefully this is a good one. Yeah. Um, there is a speakeasy type bar that opened inside of creative, creative House of Art Studio in Covington. It's called Secret Bar. And there's not a whole lot of info about it. Shocking because it's called Secret Bar. <laughs> um, there wasn't anything on their website. They had some posts about hosting drag shows there on Instagram. So I'd give them a follow and maybe send a DM before you check it out. Because I don't know if they're open every day or not. But um, they are LGP. TQ plus friendly and from what I read it sounds like they have plans to make it a really fun and the fact that it's an artist in charge makes me excited about this place I'm almost wondering if I haven't been in this place <laughs> I went to um an event that was in like an old church yeah on Main Street in Covington there was no sign outside it was for a birthday party for a friend we totally thought we were lost because <laughs> we didn't know what the party was about we yeah. thought it was just gonna be like a bunch of like people our age. well not our age she's younger than us but you know what I mean yeah um and it I, her family was there too so we like saw like older people. And we were like, what's, I think we're lost. We walked around the block and came back. So I wonder if that that was it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
0: MexiQ opened in Mason. Their food is a blend of Mexican barbecue and Asian. They started out as a food truck and the food trucks are not going away. They expect to be out serving food around the city in March or April, but you can visit them in Mason now. Their website states that they have vegan and vegetarian options as well. Yeah, their food's really good. I've had their food truck before. Okay, good. I want to go. Yeah, it's good.
1: And then Mason-based Odesso Coffee opens a second location in Sharonville. They're splitting the space with the Book Bus Depot. They plan to host book clubs and different book-based events. So the building is divided in half with an inner door that connects Odesso Coffee Shop with the Book Depot. Fun fact, Adesso in Italian means now. I actually did not know that. I speak a little bit of Italian. Yeah, I didn't know that did either. That. Um, they had their soft open this past weekend and they plan to open this
0: Saturday. That seems like a great place to just go chill on a gray day like today. For sure. And the Mason one on Sunday morning, sometimes they have biscuits and gravy. Like, oh, man. what?
1: It's so good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Beerhead Bar and Eatery opened in Mason. We have a lot of Mason openings this week. (laughs) A lot going on. Beerhead is a Cleveland-based franchise and opened their first Cincinnati location with three more planned in our city. They feature pub-style food with over 300 bottles of cans and craft beer, plus 50 rotating taps. It'll be fun to come here with good weather because they have fire pits and a big garage door that opens to give it that indoor-outdoor feel.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah. Nice. So Big Chill Bar opened in College Hill on New Year's Eve. Their vibe is to just kind of have like a chill neighborhood bar where everyone feels welcome. Once it warms up, they'll have an ice cream window so families in the area can come And they can chill at the Big Chill. I love that. Yes. (laughs) They were quoted as saying, we really want to focus on the fact that we want to carry what people want. If a lot of people are asking for a certain beer or a type of wine, we'll get that in as soon as possible. I love that. So they plan on offering snack items made in-house, but they're still working on the menu. So stay
0: tuned for that. that. I love their name, Big Chill. I know. Ford's Garage opened in Florence. I've been to the one in Norwood, and the ambience there was really cool. It's one of those restaurants where you have to check out the bathrooms. Don't you love a good bathroom, Oh. Ooh, I love a good bathroom. Last time we went, the decor and ambience were honestly the best part of the place. I mean, it's pretty straightforward with burgers and bar-type food, but it just wasn't at that top-notch level for me. I'll probably try it again, but I'm not going to rush to this one.
1: Um, the only thing I think about when I think about this place <laughs> is those shares on TikTok of the cars like falling down the stairs. Oh have yes, you seen that? yes,
0: I'll have to link that in the show notes oh, because if you guys have not seen that, you have to. It is crazy. So like those cars that go along the ceiling, they crashed, and one of the employees caught it on video, and it is pretty incredible to see. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, it, we'll like makes me sure. want to
1: check it out. Yes. <laughs> so um, the well in Covington sort of open, (laughs) has been open for a while. This one's kind of confusing. Yeah, we all know. Um, We did get invited to like a soft, like a press event last week and we weren't able to go unfortunately because we had something else scheduled, but um, we were looking at their Instagram. It looks like they've been open for a while, like since early December, but I think they've just kind of slowly been like opening and rolling things out. Um, They've had some trivia and stuff, so it was a little confusing, but um, I wish we had been able to go last week and kind of find out the whole story. Exactly. But I, it think, looks... I think we would have got the whole story if we would have went. Yes. So now I'm regretting not going. I know. But it looks really cool. The vibe looks really good. Um, it's run by two local chefs, which I love. And they just wanted to create like a fun environment with fun food.
0: And where else can you get a grilled cheese with caviar on the side? Right?
1: Yum. Love that. Yeah, we'll have to get out there.
0: Next up, we have Marble in Bellevue. It's spelled M-R-B-L, but pronounced Marble. They are a steakhouse with a view of the Queen City. I tried to do some digging on this place to get some more information and had to resort to reading reviews on Yelp. Even then, I really couldn't find anything other than that they serve prime dry-age beef from Chicago, and they have an authentic sushi and raw bar chef. The menu is pretty straightforward for a steak and seafood restaurant, so I would say if you're burnt out on the usual steakhouse selections, I would definitely give them a try. And you have to report back to us because we'd love to get the inside scoop on this place. Yeah, I love that. I, you know, I never knew that Chicago was um, famous for their beef,
1: but I've been re-watching Boardwalk Empire, and they've mentioned it like three times. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. I, I think it's a
0: big deal and definitely something to note that they serve this dry beef from Chicago.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I like that it's marble. Like, that's the marbling in the steak. Yeah. That makes it nice and juicy. Love that. Yeah. Um, Also in Kentucky, um, Juniper's Gin Bar opened in Covington. It sounds like a really fun place, too. Relax, get away. They feature like light bites style tapas food. Don't think Spanish, just think light bites. Yeah. Um, heavy emphasis on the gin based cocktails. They have more than 125 brands of gin, which is crazy. Um, in March, they're supposed to be hosting Sin City Burlesque and they have live music. Um, they also own craft and vines. It's the same owners. yeah. So that's cool. It's a historic building built in like 1850 and they're looking to potentially have a future speakeasy in the basement. And then, um, I guess they have to work on, like, the elevator installation because obviously in 1850 they didn't care about ADA laws. They didn't have ADA laws. And um, they're rebuilding, like, an old staircase, which is super cool. And they're going to have bookshelves to conceal
0: it with. It's it it sounds really cool. So then it'll be a legit speakeasy. I'm super excited about that. Yeah I love that. I was looking at their menu which is fairly limited. It's mm-hmm. definitely light bites but they had a fernet ice cream with the strawberry coolie on top mm. and I feel like that's gonna get me there. Yeah I'm really excited about that. That sounds yummy. Everything
1: looked insane and it like rotates and it's from it's different regions and stuff like that. So it's not like again like don't think traditional tapas they're just that's the word
0: they've chosen to use but it's really like just like kind of really cool light bites i love that and then here's the other thing they don't have a website that we can find we oh, look yeah yeah, yeah yeah we were looking to try to get more information on this place because we were super excited about this gin bar but we really can only find a facebook page and an instagram page and a few articles about them so if we find a website we'll let you know
1: <laughs> yeah but check out their instagram yeah awesome so what else is going on in covington
0: so we had Spoon Market open. This is another place that was kind of hard to figure out unless you physically go there, I think. Mm-hmm. And of course, I haven't been there yet. Have you? No, I've driven by, but I they weren't open yet. Okay. It's kind of confusing because they're describing themselves as a coffee shop with local groceries, cheese and charcuterie, also offering fresh juices and smoothies, and there's even a retail wine and beer for purchase. Hmm. Then there are daily made in-house pastries and baked goods. Yum. Then they have a full breakfast and lunch menu with a full service bar inside as well. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) And then I see them posting about this prefix menu, which it sounds kind of cool because it's $25 a person and served after 4 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. Uh So I guess you can pick that up and take it to go, or it might be dining only. I'm not sure. I didn't see any clarification on that. Okay. Um Sounds like
1: they have a lot going on. They're yeah. Doing a lot of different things. But it's under that brand new apartment complex there, right? That okay, I think yeah. is like luxury residences. So maybe they're it's, just like trying to accommodate all the new residents and like have everything they need kind of be a one stop. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah.
0: I, I definitely want to go and check it out, but there's definitely a lot going on there. Uh-huh. So I think it'll be really interesting to see how it grows and changes in the coming months because. It is a lot to take on while trying to maintain the quality. Oh, for sure. For sure. Awesome. And back over on this side of the river in
1: OTR, um, a new Columbus-based chain is opening in Rheingeist. It's called Local Cantina. There's only about six or eight locations, but it seems to be rapidly growing because guys hasn't had any food since OTR Chili closed, which was a total bummer. That's right. Yeah, I remember so, that. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about it. I checked the menu, and it sounds really good. They even have the famous trendy birria taco. Oh, my gosh. I love those. Right? That's yes. the one. If you don't know what that is, that's the one that you dip in the consomme. And it's just like yum it's, it looks like a greasy mess and it's just heaven it's fine and right? it's so, they're so Instagrammable. Oh, so we'll for have to go there sure. um so you can order a wheezy style which is queso and guac or street style which is pickled onions and cilantro which one do you order girl i'm a wheezy girl all the way right i mean i first of all i want both yeah. but pickled onions that's for me all the way for sure So what's going on? Those were all the openings that we found, which was a lot. There's a lot going on, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, But what's going
0: on? Go ahead. I was just going to say, I can't believe we have so many openings, even over two weeks. I know. There's just so many. Yeah. It's great to see our foodie scene growing in the city. For
1: sure. Because December was... Depressing it as was. far as like closings. We
0: did so, we need
1: this. Um, but what's
0: going on? There are a couple of closings going on. What's going yes. on? Yes, so we do have a couple closings to mention this week. We have Dayton based Mike sells chips. You know those chips that you get at Kroger. Oh my god, so they good. have so many of them there. I love their cheese curls, mm, and yeah, they announced their potential closure of the company. Oh no, I did some digging in on this one, and it looks like they're hoping. To find someone that will buy them out. If not, Mike sells chips will cease to exist. Oh,
1: that's like a classic. Like from my childhood, like I yeah. just remember having like even more than husbands. I, I agree. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Hopefully they find a buyer. And then Discotech E19 closed like a while back across from Rheingeist, um, but it's been get, being given new life. They are reopening
0: it as an event space called Posh Events. So that's exciting for that neighborhood too. And they've been doing a lot on their Instagram. So mm-hmm. if you want to check them out, I go to the Instagram and see what they're doing there.
1: Yes, for sure. That's Posh Events.
0: McDonald's closed at CVG. What? What? It was their decision to close. They had been there for 30 years. Wow. And CVG was honestly surprised. Every time I've been there, it's been a crazy line out the door. And I normally get Brugger's because the line is so long at McDonald's. Mm. I did find out that Wendy's is going in where the torn basil location is and they will serve breakfast. But oh, there's nothing like a McDonald's breakfast, is there? I know. I don't think I've ever had Wendy's breakfast.
1: My go-to at (laughs) McDonald's. Okay. Be ready to like make fun of me. My go-to at McDonald's is the, um, what's the sandwich called? McRiddle. The, the McRiddle, yes. But I don't like sweet and salty together. <laughs> so I take the egg, bacon, and cheese off, eat
0: that, and then I eat the like pink. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so ridiculous. That's such a foodie thing to do. Yeah, I'm so ridiculous, but whatever. I get just a plain sausage biscuit mm-hmm. and a large Diet Coke. I love McDonald's Diet Coke. <laughs> I can't with the Coke. <laughs> But yeah, I just, I can't believe they closed at CBG. I can't even imagine what was the issue was there. Yeah, that's really weird. They, right. they should put something pretty cool in that spot, I would think. But yeah. nothing's been reported yet. Okay. All right. Well, so what's going on? What's the, what kind of like foodie events are coming up? Okay. So we do have some foodie events coming up. Beer Fest is at Duke Energy Convention Center this Ooh. weekend. Yes. I mean, Cincinnati is such a beer city. This event is going to be huge. Seriously, Tickets start at $50, and there are three different sessions to choose from. There's one on Friday, February 3rd, and there are two on Saturday, February 4th. Head over to CincyBeerFest.com to grab those, and we'll also link that in the show notes. Yeah, for sure.
1: Awesome. Okay. And then Boca announced, this is at the end of the month, but tickets went on sale Today, Thursday, February 2nd. Um, so, you're going to want to get in there. I think you just go to Open Table and you can book an event. But they announced they're doing a follow up, another New York City cadenza. Okay, so I love Boca, but what is a cadenza? So, I've heard heard chef talk about it but I didn't know what that word meant so I looked it up and it is a virtuoso solo passage inserted into a movement in a concerto or other work typically near the end. So this is like, this is what Poke is doing okay. there. This is a menu that is not their normal offerings. They're kind of giving you an experience, a walk through New York city. They have two different menus that you can book. I think one is four courses and one is six. Um, one more decadent than the other. And both have like a New York theme. Like I think the first one is called like a Broadway pre theater. And then the other one's like a walk through New York City. So it sounds amazing. Yeah. And the tickets um, range, I think, from 125 to 225 Okay. And you can check out more details on their – there's a link in their bio on their Instagram, and we'll put that in the show notes because I probably got all of that wrong. <laughs>
0: But we love Boca, so we're happy to talk about it.
1: Yes, we do. And then also, it is halfway to Burger Week. So um, there are several restaurants for four days only. This is going to be next week, February 13th through 16th, that are offering $7 burgers, including Nation. Nation's offering is the Queen City Burger. So it's two beef patties, Cincy-style chili, diced onions, mustard, and shredded cheddar. On a 16 Bricks Artisan Bakehouse challah bun, of course. Yes. Literally do, drooling. Right? Yes. No, literally. Um, and then they're, stay tuned, I'm sure next week they will be announcing on Cincinnati, Cincy Burger Week's Instagram, uh, more of the restaurants that are participating. So yep. And we'll link, delicious.
0: we'll link that as well for you guys. For sure. Okay, so this is really random. But, like, what is going on with the cost of eggs right now? I know, right? Big egg is,
1: like, killing it. So (laughs) I think there's a strain of bird flu going around, and that's why they've gotten more expensive, and they're constantly sold out of eggs. Um, I buy mine as much as possible from local farmers, and it's always, like, $6 a dozen. So, Or I get free roaming organic eggs so mine were always expensive so I haven't really noticed yeah um but I did notice on my last trip to Kroger that a bunch of my staples went up by a literal dollar oh my gosh I know there was stuff that is like always $4.99 and it was $5.99 and I'm like really but apparently some things have gone down in price since last year so if you're looking for your you know your um Super Bowl party, chicken wings, avocados. Remember how expensive those were last year for Super Bowl time? Those have gone down. And the cost of steak has gone down since last January, so that's good.
0: Okay. Well, I love guacamole, so that works out good for me. <laughs> for sure. This is another cool thing I wanted to mention. Somerset in OTR, you know that really cool bar. Oh, love Somerset. They are going to be selling their purple oob margarita in a bottle so that you can order it online and just head down there and pick it up. Oh, cool. So they're doing that through Toast Tab,
1: and we will put a link in the show notes for that as well. Put your reading glasses on, folks. We've got a lot of information coming up. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) in the show notes. So um,
0: what about Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah. So I was just scrolling on Open Table to see what restaurants still had availability. Mm -hmm. And there are a few. So I just wanted to run through them really quick. Yeah. So the the best one, the first one, is White Castle. (laughs) (laughs) I love that they do this, honestly. But the cool thing about it is that you can book a reservation on Open Table. Yeah. So I love that. Mm -hmm. All the locations are on there. They still have plenty of availability. Sure. The second one is Pho Lang Tang mm. in OTR, and that's Vietnamese food. Yeah, love that place. It's over right by Finley Market on okay. Race. It's our favorite. And they had a ton of availability, so definitely check that one out. Cool. Um, the third one is Artemis Mediterranean Bistro in Montgomery. Uh-huh. So if you're in the mood for Mediterranean food. We also had Crown Republic Gastro Pub. Uh-huh. They have a lot of reservations. Benihana has sure. quite a few. <laughs> and then... This is one you might not think of, but Brown Dog Cafe in Blue Ash. Okay. It sounds really casual and boring, but I think it's a really fun place to go to for Valentine's Day, especially if you get their poutine.
1: Yeah, their food's really good. It's
0: actually really good. Like, their setting is kind of casual, but mm-hmm. it's the everything's so good. And it has a good ambience. I would definitely go there for Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah, they have a lot of, like, locally sourced farm-to-table style stuff. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And I like their cocktails.
0: Mm, I had yeah, some cocktail really good cocktails good that I liked. Mm-hmm.
1: There's also D Burnham's downtown, Oriental Walk in Hyde Park, Nicholson's Fine Food and Whiskey downtown, P.F. Chang's in Norwood, and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Um, and then there are a couple that we're going to mention you can only get 5.30 or earlier or 8.30 and later. Yeah. Um, but that's Luvino. Via Vite, Crown Cantina, and Rosie's Italian. So I am, from my days in the restaurant business, like I do not go anywhere near a restaurant on Valentine's Day or Same. Mother's Day. I won't be going out either. No. So maybe like around it, like on a on Tuesday or like whatever. I don't even know what day of the week it is. But like, <laughs> I can't, like, it's just so stressful. Um, Can't not do it. So let's see. There's another cool thing that I know you know more about than me that's been coming up in some local restaurants
0: and bars, um, and that's the sports decks. What's going on there? Oh, yeah. So there's a couple local places that now have sports decks for sports gambling. So you can go into Rheingeist. They teamed up with Tippy Co., And they have a whole sports deck there so you can hang out and do your sports betting. Okay. Taft Ale House has one for FC. Yeah. And Lori's Roadhouse in Westchester has one as well.
1: Oh, cool. Okay. Well, that's fun. Um, And then it is February, which means it's Black History Month. So we wanted to highlight some Black-owned restaurants in Cincinnati that if you have not checked them out, you have to get there. Yeah. Um, Obviously you don't have to just stick to February. You need to be going all year. But um, let Let's start our Black-owned restaurant roundup with Just Qin because we talked about them last week when the president was there. And if it's good enough for the president of the United States, then it should be good enough for literally every person in Cincinnati. Right.
0: I was actually in a BNI group with the owner a few years ago, and he's just a really good guy. So I always recommend this place to people. They used to have a location on my way home from work, and I loved popping in there and just getting takeout for dinner. Mm. But now they're located in Walnut Hills. Okay. Next up, we have Ollie's Trolley. You can't miss Ollie's Trolley and the bright yellow and red trolley car. Mm-hmm. They are a soul food staple in our city and have been around for a really long time. They serve a variety of pork barbecue and sides with all the fix-ins and they're located in the West End. Oh, my God. It always
1: smells so good when I drive by there. Yeah. Right? And it's so cute. It I lo- is cute. I love place. Yeah, me too. Um, and then Maze OTR has a unique fusion style menu that showcases traditional recipes from across Latin America with an emphasis on
0: Venezuelan cuisine. Yeah, I've never been there. Yeah, But I've always wanted to try it, so yeah. maybe we'll have to. Yeah, for sure. Then we have Alabama Q. This place has been on my list for a really long time. It was founded by Dewan Ward, who is a Black veteran of the U.S. Navy and former UC football player who is also an Alabama native. But we love that he brought the Bamacue to Cincinnati. Their website says Home of the Turkey Tips, Mm. so I would definitely try those if you go. (laughs) They are located in Coryville and have a fan page on Facebook with almost 300,000 followers. Oh, isn't that crazy? That's insane. We've got some work to do. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Then on TikTok, he has 117,000 followers. Wow. So he must be doing something right. I think we definitely need to check this one out.
1: Yeah. And then we have my all-time favorite and probably the only thing that would get me to Union, Kentucky. Boomtown (laughs) biscuits and whiskey. I love the story behind this place because it starts with a 7-year-old son and his grandmother in the kitchen. I love it. Love it. The little boy fell in love with food and cooking and later on in life, owner Christian Gill, had uh, some pretty amazing culinary jobs, working for major corporate chains. Even worked at Walt Disney World in Orlando. Wow! Then he settled in Cincinnati and was inspired to elevate the essence of comfort food, bringing us ridiculously delicious and mouthwatering food. We love both poutines, the French dip sandwich, and of course the biscuits with three different kinds of gravy to choose from this one used to be my go-to in Pendleton unfortunately they closed that location but they still have the one in Union and I know that Christian has you know some other plans in Cincinnati hopefully to come he is like our big Cincinnati famous food network chef he's always on like beat Tommy Tommy beat Bobby Flay and like all kinds of stuff I think he did Maybe Triple G, too. Yeah. Um,
0: So definitely
1: worth the trip.
0: I know we mentioned that they're in Union, Kentucky, but we're definitely expecting more from Christian Gills. So we felt it was appropriate to mention it because he is a big name in our city.
1: Agreed. There's been a sign in summit park for quite some time about a slider restaurant that's potentially supposed uh. to open from christian gill's culinary gang christian we want details yeah yeah and we,
0: we want sliders too um, i want the slider spot i want the slider <laughs> spot
1: for sure Thanks for joining us for this episode of Cincinnati Foodies. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and follow us
0: on Instagram. If you have any news, restaurants to check out, or you would like to be featured, you can email us at CincinnatiFoodies513 at gmail.com or slide into those DMs at Cincinnati Foodies on Instagram.